Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Manifesting Money Podcast. My name's Anita Aguilar. I am your host, as well as a money mindset coach, a manifesting expert, and so are you, and I'm going to show you how, and the CEO of a multi-million dollar company teaching manifestation. This podcast's purpose is to bring massive consciousness around the world of money manifestation, and we want to share our stories to truly help you understand that money is just energy. It's an unlimited resource that you can tap into at any given point in time. The way that you feel about money is how it shows up for you. So if you have the limiting belief that you have to work super hard for money, this podcast is for you. I'm going to be sharing the things that I personally learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and stories of those who truly healed their relationships with money and have mastered attracting abundance. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi friends, welcome back to the Manifesting Money Podcast. I am super happy and grateful for my consciousness. I'm also happy and grateful for all of my listeners, everyone that's listening to this today, whether you're an old-time listener, a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. But again, guys, I am so unbelievably happy and grateful for my consciousness and my awareness of my reality. And the reason why I say that is because I've been reflecting. If you guys haven't already been doing so, make sure you're reflecting from the year 2021. I feel like it went by so fast. But it's times like this where I really sit still and just listen and just look around and see all of the things that have truly manifested to my reality that I just get so unbelievably grateful that I am aware that I get to co-create, that I am aware of my thoughts and aware of the fact that I am not my thoughts. And so I'm listening to the book, The Power of Now, right now, if you haven't already heard it, it is so good. I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys. Um, I'm a really big audio person, and this book, you really do have to be present and sit still to listen to it because uh, just the tone that it is, but I'm telling you, it's really, really, again, just brought me back to this place of, wow, I can't believe four years ago, I had no idea that my thoughts created my reality. I had no idea that I was a co-creator and I had no idea that I could detach from my mind. So a lot of times when people hear about manifestation and mindset, they actually want to know, how do I stop thinking negatively? How do I control my thoughts? And in this podcast episode where I am actually getting interviewed, I talk about how it's not about controlling your thoughts it's really being conscious and aware that you are not your mind so again this podcast episode is actually something fun that I wanted to share on the podcast where I am actually getting interviewed by beautiful soul who is a spiritual coach based out of New York City which is so amazing so Adela I want to thank you for allowing me to share this on my platform as well so again I'm going to be sharing the, op- the episode that we did on her podcast but again guys please 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 tune into her podcast I'm going to actually send or put all of her information in the show notes so you can follow up with her I really appreciate when you send our guest um Um, a DM on Instagram so I'll be leaving all of her information down below but again I thought this would be a really fun episode because a lot of times people see things from the outside looking in and they don't know the full story they see all the material things that have manifested but they don't know all of the things that had to shift and all of the hard quote-unquote hard because things being hard is just a belief um, that had to happen in order 
for the material things to manifest. So I'm really excited that you guys get to hear about my story from day one, where it all started, how things all shifted, and Adela did a great job at asking all of these questions of how it really applies to your everyday life and how it can apply to your life too. So a couple quick announcements before we get to the actual episode is if you are listening to this before December 18th, you are listening to this for a reason, especially if you are on the West Coast. So we're actually doing our first live event here in San Diego. I've been talking about it all over the podcast, guys, but we are doing a Christmas gala and this is going to be an annual thing starting this year. So this is again our first live annual Christmas gala. And the reason why I'm putting this together is because I really just want to connect and collaborate all of the people who've been tuning into the podcast, watching us on TikTok, who've supported us via Instagram or in our Facebook group. And when I tell you guys that I get DMs where people are just telling me all of these amazing things that have shifted in their life, it's amazing, but I'm also like, ah, I wanna put you in a community where other people are just having these conversations. I truly believe that my first quantum leap happened when I got in a room of people who actually understood the things that I was talking about. So it's one thing when you go through the phase of like, oh, Okay, so I'm not crazy, but it's a whole nother level when you start to, again, connect and collaborate with people who are like, oh, so this is how I get to the next level. And you start to understand that everybody in your physical reality are people that you've attracted. And so again, the live energy is unreal. And there's somebody that you are supposed to meet at this party. There's something that you're supposed to hear and something you're supposed to see that's really, really gonna shift everything for you. So I always, always go in with that mentality. And I'm telling you, source meets me halfway. So a couple more details about the Christmas party. We're gonna have some giveaways for you guys. You guys know that I love giving back to the community. Um, We're having some amazing sponsors who are gonna be throwing some things in for the people who are there live, but also for the virtual too. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing, but it's this upcoming Saturday and there's no way I'm gonna be able to get there, then tune into our virtual event. So we're doing an hour of the actual Christmas gala that's gonna be virtual that you guys can tune in, live stream, and we're gonna be doing giveaways specifically for those who are virtual. And then there'll be specific giveaways for those who are here live. So again, if you're here live, Ricardo, my last podcast guest, I'm so freaking excited. He's actually gonna be there. He's gonna be speaking. I have Donata speaking about Law of Assumption. I have some other surprise guests that I wanna um, bring up to the stage as well. But overall, guys, it's just gonna be really fun and I'm just so excited. And this is like my end of the year shebang where I'm like, thank you, universe. Thank you, source. Like, I can't believe what my reality is right now and celebrating and live energy is just such a huge thing. So that was the intro that I wanted to give you guys. And now let's get into this podcast episode. And again, I'd really, really love to hear what you get out of this. Please, please, please tag me and Adela um, on Instagram after you listen. And I hope you all enjoy. Hi, Anita. It is such a pleasure to have you here with us. Um, Just for everyone listening, my voice is destroyed out of nowhere. I don't know why. I got this like tiny cold and I like can barely speak. But I will tell you that Anita and me have been going like back and forward in trying to do this um, episode. So I just didn't want to make it any longer. And we just had to have her here, um, have her here. And so welcome, Anita. How are you? I'm awesome. And I'm so happy and grateful that you've been that you've been so patient with me. I know, like we've been like trying to plan this. No, you've been with me as well. (laughs) 
But honestly, I feel like divine timing, like yeah. we can get upset about those things all day long, but it's like, oh, everybody was meant to hear this, like this exact moment. So here we are. Yeah, of course. And so, um, well, I was just telling you that I've been listening to some of your, uh, some of your podcast episodes they are really good. And I've been, you know, following you. And so you are an expert in manifestation. So I know a lot of our listeners will be so happy to hear that from you. But um, before going there, I would, can you talk a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Why are you here? And what is it that you do? Ah, so beautiful. Yes. I mean, I say that in my bio, I say that in like my intro for my podcast is that I'm an expert at manifesting, but so is everybody listening to this right now. It's just a belief. And I'd like to ingrain that in everybody's head because a lot of times we put other people on the pedestal and it's like, oh, they can do that. And it's possible for them. But honestly, my biggest thing is to set the example that everything and anything is possible. If your subconscious mind believes Mm -hmm. it to be true. So um, a little bit about me. Uh, My name is Anita Aguilar. I am the host of the Manifesting Money podcast. And it was not originally that podcast. It actually started as Makeup Mentor podcast. Mm -hmm. So to rewind like way back, um, I'd say about, I, I like to start when I just started learning about law of attraction and manifestation because I never not believed in manifestation. I just simply literally just had no idea what it was. I was like, what is it? How does it work? And um, when I became conscious of it, that's when my life changed. So there's a lot of people who are listening right now uh, who are either just now waking up to it. You're like, holy crap. I had no idea this was even a thing. Now they're hearing podcasts (laughs) like this. Um, And then there's people who do know about manifesting and law of attraction and your thoughts create your reality and we can create our reality. So I like to speak to both audience. So that's why I like to go back. So uh, it started when I was working five different jobs all at once. Five? How did you do that? How did you have the energy to do that? I did it. That's the thing. I literally had no idea. Like I look back at it now and I tell people and I'm like, seriously, how did I do that? Oh my God. So my twin sister, I'd like to point this out, is that she's like my, um, she's my rock. She's the one that always kept me on track with my bills, finances, like, Mm, and just like, you know, hold me accountable. Um, A lot of times people have that person in their life, whether it's a partner, maybe it's um, a business partner or stuff like that. But usually it's like super crazy outgoing. And then there's a person who's quote unquote practical, brings you down. Um, And then it's the balance of both that really helps. But long story short, my sister left to deployment. And I was by myself. And so I just got really into the masculine energy. All right, I'm going to work and I'm going to pay off all my debt and I'm going to um, get my credit score up and I'm going to, you know, do all these the things that I want right. to do, start my business. And so when my sister left, like my idea of being really rich and having a lot of money was just working a lot, right? Because that's mm-hmm. like what we've been programmed to believe. Right. So Monday through Friday, I would go to my office job, which I hated. It was so sexist. It was like, no way. it was so bad. Um, and then I would leave there and I would go home, eat really fast, uh, change my Get clothes. Get ready for the second one. Yeah, go to my <laughs> next job. And then I would um, 
bartend. So I was bartending mm-hmm. too. So I bartend on the weekends, sometimes during the week. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't doing that, I was driving for Postmates. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, once a month, I would uh, do the Army National Guard. I was in the military. Wow. And then if wow. I had any other time, that's when I did makeup because, oh. oh, that was what I missed. I was going to school for makeup. So I would go home. I would change, go to makeup school for like four hours, get done, drive for Postmates. I'm like, yeah, I'm already out here. So might as well do a drive. And wow. So you were embodying the hustle. Yeah. So mentality. Well, you were just like in the hustle. Yeah, it was it was so bad, honestly, because. I mean, like physical energy was one thing, you know, like yeah. getting tired, rough. but it was mostly like, I got to this point where my, my twin sister got back mm-hmm. from deployment. She had been gone for three months. They actually let her come back a little bit early. Um, and I realized that I was in more debt. Mm. My, none of my bills were paid on time. Still, I was still late on everything. I, um, what I obviously was tired. I mean, exhausted yeah. wasn't even the word, but like yeah. it was mostly because I hadn't been eating like the whole entire time. Um, I would just like be so busy that I couldn't yeah. eat. So I would just eat at work and then I would eat fast food because I didn't have time. And then I didn't work out. Mm. Um, and, you know, as soon as I, I woke up in the morning, it was work, 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 look at my phone, all this different stuff. And so when I got to that breaking point and I realized that one, financially I wasn't anywhere I was completely burnt out exhausted which I know there's a lot of people listening to this right now they're like at that point where like everything else matters except for you which is like the opposite of money of what attracts money Mm -hmm. so I listened my sister wanted me to listen to a book you are a badass at making money I've heard of it I've never read it oh I've even heard that you Oh, yes. Yeah. So good. So um, I listened to the book. And in the book, there's a story about a girl named Anita. Mm. I know. No way. And Anita was. I love your name, by the way. Oh, thank you. I love love your name. Like, I feel like our names are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. So in the book. Um, Anita was manifesting $60,000 to pay off her mortgage so that she could start her own business, which is what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so in order to feel comfortable, she wanted to quit her job, have that paid off and start her business. So she's like visualizing the $60,000. She's putting it everywhere. She's getting into the frequency, you know, learning about law of attraction. This is the first time I even heard the words law of attraction. And she was laying in her bed. And nothing happened. And all of a sudden, right before she was about to give up, she remembered that her grandfather gave her a stock when she was in college, I think, something like that. And she goes to her closet and she goes (laughs) to go pick it out out of the, the closet. And it's the first box that she picks up. Mm -hmm. And she looks and it's the first paper that's right on top. She didn't even have to look Mm -hmm. for it. It was right there. So she called the people. She didn't know anything about trading stocks. How the much next... do I have? So how much do I own? Yeah. She's like, how do I even do this stuff? I don't yeah. even know who to call or what to call. So she calls the people and the stock sold for $60,000 to that's the T. Yeah. So that that's when is... everything changed. 
that is that is, I feel like that's exactly how it feels mm. when you're manifesting on purpose. Mm. Yeah. Like it totally feels like that. Um and and so from that book was was that the first time that you had like a light on the manifestation world and that you were inspired to change the way that you were doing things? Oh yeah, I was obsessed. I I couldn't stop listening to that book. Mm-hmm. I, I obviously listened to the rest of the Audible. Yeah, and then I listened to it again. I'm the type uh-huh. of person where I listen to music. Wait, was that story like a true story, or was was that like a? Or, or oh yeah it was a true story yeah it was one of her testimonies but they just changed the names in the book oh that's amazing okay I know that's right? amazing. What, are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds for that specific story that it would be Anita? yeah yeah and then so you I felt listened. it was something talking to you it was a message mm-hmm. yeah and and I and I like I've at the time, like I obviously didn't like not believe in God. Like I was, I'm like Christian, mm-hmm. and I'm like going to church. No way! How long ago was this? Because that's like a big shift. I know chills <laughs> when you said that. Um, that was like three, no, maybe like four years ago now. That is fast. I know. Yeah. So, thank you for following that path and you know, given such a good example to inspire so many of us. To be honest, it's so scary. There's so many things that I was so scared of and still scared of now. And I think yeah. that it's very important for me to be vulnerable about my fears and the things that I'm going through. Yeah. Because one, yes. the material things are just material things. And it's like the more material things that manifest, the deeper the subconscious roots, their beliefs go. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'll get into that later, but yeah. it was just like, whew. So much that had I had to work on and be, yeah but the consciousness was the first part was just really like oh. it is tough work like so some people think that we're playing or something or or that yeah you know it's like fun but it is it is hard work and I don't mean it like hard work it's just a lot of energy that goes through mm-hmm. the process of really of of reprogramming and really changing those beliefs um um, I don't even know where to go from here, but yes, I do. Okay, so you were in that part of your life. So you basically had like a 180 shift. Did you know before that what type of business you wanted to open? Yeah, so I actually wanted to do makeup. Um, oh, yeah, because you were going to school for that. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of one of those things where you say, I want to do makeup full time. And then mm-hmm. universe is like, okay, you want to quit all these jobs. And then some of them I quit yeah. on my own. I will, I will say that, but I'm telling you, oh. as soon as I said that the universe, cra- universe was like, this is what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. and it's so scary at first because like I said, I was driving for Postmates. My car broke down four times in okay. one month. Thank God that you say this because in one of your episodes, you were mentioning how it is actually something good when things that we perceive as not good happen. Can you, and I imagine this is an, like an example of that. Yeah. So, you know, really, like when I first started seeing it was like, again, the specific part in the story where I'm talking about, like, all of those jobs just started like one after another, like fell off. So one of the first one I quit was actually the office job, which guys, I was making $300 a week and I was so scared to leave there. I was working 25 hours, $300 a week. 
And I like to say numbers because it's like, yeah, you know, it's, I can't it's leave real my that people job. can, yeah. And people I'm can like, really identify with it. So I, I quit the office job. Um, and then I was like, okay, I can bartend and I can drive. Did you have a backup plan? Like, did you know where you were going to? You thought you were going to complement that uh, income with your other jobs with the uh, yeah. bartending? Yeah. Yeah, because I still had bartending and I still had Postmates and I was still building my makeup. Like I didn't need a certification to do makeup either, mind uh-huh. you. Um, yeah. I just didn't have any clients. So I was like, okay, I can still do these two. And then yeah. my bartending job, I'm working like one of the biggest bars that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, the most money I've ever made in one day. It was about like $800 I made. Mm-hmm. I've okay. never made that much in one day. Yeah. And all of my money from my drawer got stolen. What? So what happened Whoa. is that we we have to like put the money in a bag and then we take it up to the office and we count it. So that way, you know, they take their money. I take mine and I dropped the bag and somebody that worked there took it. No way. I, I and I was like upset from this story. Yeah, I was working from like, I, I opened so 10 a.m. And now it's like, I would have got off at like two, but now it's like 4 a.m. because we're still looking around for this bag. Everybody feels so bad for me. And so the next day, they're pretty much like, look, Anita, you can either pay it back or you can quit. There was no cameras, which is so dumb, but whatever. You know, you can get mad in the situation. You had to pay the money that you were stolen. Yeah. Oh, my God. And honestly, if it, if it wasn't. Like if like nobody else was there besides employees, like if it wasn't, if it was a different situation, like a customer would have taken it, it would have been different. But I was like, right. I can't trust anybody that works here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then I was like, obviously I quit. And that's yeah. when things started to take off for me, like makeup wise. Um, but notice how I had to physically release those things in order to have this new manifestation is that is that like a part of the process of manifestation like do you have to because some people are like do I have to like why why can't I just carry all the world on my on my shoulders and add an extra thing yeah well that's the thing is that you're you you can say um I want more I want more makeup jobs I want more makeup jobs I want more makeup jobs but what I was actually saying at the time, because I was working weekends, right? If everybody's booking makeup on the weekends and I'm picking up a bartending shift Mm -hmm. because I'm not booked yet, what I'm telling the universe is that I don't believe that I'm going to get booked. So that's why I'm picking up a bartending shift. Like if I believed I was going to get booked, I wouldn't be working. And so a lot of people, they can't see that before it actually happens. And they think, oh, when I get booked, that's when I'll stop working. Nope, nope, nope. It's the other way around. And so then my car started to break down. And when I wasn't driving for Postmates, I was working on myself and I was working on my makeup business. So it's just the same thing over and over again. Like work, it's like, it's like universe is giving you little hints. It's like, we're showing you what to work on. You just got to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you were inspired by it also. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was so hard. Honestly, I think it was so hard because nobody in my energy knew what I was talking about. Yeah, that that must be so hard. Like for me, from your story, one of the hardest things is going so fast from you um, were Christian and like Christianity has nothing wrong with it. Like no Mm -hmm. religion does. It's just that 
usually like you know it manifestation is not a topic there so that means like all of the people that you were surrounded with like it's like a lot of changing so how like did you end up doing makeup did you do the transition how did you get to this manifestation world um of course like you were starting to know more about it and get more um inspired from it but how did you find you know basically your passion for this and decided that this is what you were going to do honestly the biggest shift started to happen like when I was still in Virginia that's where I was living at the time when I first became woke I like to like say uh, is that that's when I woke up at like, the time that that, you grew up um no I'm actually from Nebraska oh okay yep so I moved there and I was 18 maybe 19 I can't remember and yeah I was planning to move to California so my twin was in the Navy she was going to get stationed there mm. and I was like okay I'm just going to go with her here's my opportunity and that's when things got really hard. Like, again, my car kept breaking down. I physically couldn't get another job. Why, Why do to. cars break down? I swear I went through that same stage, like in college. And when I, in the, you know, at the beginning, when I graduated, it was like two years of my car literally just breaking down all the time. And you just can't control it. And I know so many other people that have gone through the same thing. Like, why does, why do you think that your energy, I always wanted to know, like, why does your energy, like, why, why are you attracting that? Like, what is it representing? I honestly think it's a test, um, mm. you know, because especially when it comes to money and I understand this a lot more now than I did then, but um, like, if, if you're not in the state of gratitude for what you have now, Mm -hmm. then you physically can't attract more. Like there's, there's no way, like think of it as this, like it's Christmas right now. And right. I'm like, Hey Adela, I have a really, really nice, beautiful Christmas present that you've been thinking about that you've been asking for. I've been seeing you post about it. And then I give it to you. Mm -hmm. And then you just don't say anything. You're just like, mm, okay, no, thank you. No excitement, no joy. Like you don't even acknowledge it. And so- this wasn't what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then, or maybe it came like a different way that we mm. wanted it to, right? And it's like, well, why would you want to give that person more gifts if they weren't grateful and gratitude, you know, in this yeah. place of receiving? And so when you think of every single thing, especially when it comes to money as that, that specific search, um, scenario, that is when you'll start to operate at a higher frequency. And so again, if you're in a place where like your car breaking down is the end of the world, right? Mm -hmm. So you really have to think about it, even thinking people who are in like third world countries right now, like you wouldn't be complaining about a car problem if you didn't have a car, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. you paying the deductible like I didn't physically have the money for my deductible when I got in a car in ac accident but I was very grateful that I had people who physically had the money because yeah. think about that that's even a manifestation yeah. like can you call somebody who has that money to help you because mm -hmm. it's it's one thing when people say yes or no that's a that's a manifestation on its own yeah. but like actually having the resources is like yeah. You know, whether it's you, your credit card, somebody who's helping you, grandparents, like I've always, always just seen stuff in that light mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. showed gratitude and be like, wow, money really is always here for me when I need it. Yeah. Um, 
You're so totally yeah, it was, right. it, it was a test because what would happen is that I would manifest money mm-hmm. and then it would be the exact amount that I needed for that car problem. Mm. And then I'd go back to where I started and I would get so mad and I was getting in the same situation over and over again because mm. I wasn't using gratitude that I even had the money. But then I realized um, this is after like a month after I invested into my first course, the manifestation, babe, mm-hmm. that I realized that that's why that money showed up. Like that money wouldn't have showed up in my life if that car, like that's the reason why the money showed up and I didn't know it at the time. Oh. And I just also wasn't operating at the same frequency as the money, right? Because like, to me, I was still somebody who only made $2,000 a month. And me trying to operate as someone who made $5,000 or $10,000 a month, like I was still stingy with my money. I was still scared to spend it. You know, it was yeah. just so many things that I didn't realize how I was blocking my own blessings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. So that makes a lot of sense. I feel like a lot of uh, people, like in general, us, we go through all of those stages. And I know it takes, a lot of time to identify them you know when like mm. of course this is this is your work you know this is what you do um and so and so for a lot of people i know i've been there myself where you get stuck in a level for 5 years you know more years so why is that like when is that when is it that we can actually make like that breakthrough and i guess like in that time in your life, you were being tested. Um, the universe was like, I need it. So, so you were saying you want something more, right? You want it. So here it is. So let's see. And, and, but at the time you probably like did not know what was going on. And through that experience, you were figuring it out. And so what was the, like, which was like, could you identify a moment or do you feel it was just a lot of moments um, that took you to a place where you feel like you could actually like break from that Anita that earned $2,000 and wasn't dead into like really operating from another level and just embodying a different version of yourself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a good question. Um, So there's definitely a lot of little ones, but I'll like kind of piece together like the big pivotal moments so if you're ever in a place where you feel like oh my gosh this is rock bottom I have Mm. no money I Mm. have nobody that supports me I hate where I live I hate I don't know where to start yeah like I don't know what to do yes you do you're the only person (laughs) that knows um then it's just a sign that you are playing too small so I have a podcast episode it's called burnt Mm. out or what to do when you're burnt out and this is what I talk about on it but it's like the reason why you feel like that and the reason why your whole reality is like that is because those things in your reality are no longer serving you. So people, places, and things. So uh, so again, I've learned this from my own experience, but also like when I look back at every single person I've interviewed, interviews I've watched, mm-hmm. breaking down like books and stories. So when I moved, like physically moved to San Diego, which is where I'm at now, Right. Um, beautiful. Cynthia was so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I really wanted to move here. And I wrote about it forever. Oh. I would journal about it, visualize it. Every single thing that I wanted manifested no in one week. 
one week. Are you kidding one me? One week. But it, I was so scared of moving here. I was so scared of all these different things. But I was like, I just got to fucking do it. I literally yeah. don't even have a choice. Like, I just got to do it. Yeah. Um, like, even the money to physically get here mm-hmm. manifested one week before I left. Um, so what I've learned throughout that process, like what happened is I, I wanted to, I said, I wanted to do makeup full time. I wanted to be around people who understood like what I was talking about. Um, and then our, our house, we didn't physically have anywhere to live yet either. Literally. Wait, why, no why do you live. say our, our, Oh, my, my twin sister and I, Oh, okay. Yeah. I love and so, it. Um, so when we came out here, uh, wait, you have oh, a twin sister. Yeah. All right. Just now. I don't know if you mentioned that before, but wow, she's your twin. That's amazing. Yeah. She's my, we're two peds in a pod where, I mean, we're separating this year, which is going to be super hard, but it's very essential for the twin process, I believe. Yeah. We're 26. I think it's, <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's not, but it is. <laughs> Everybody's like, are you guys going to live together when you're married? And I'm like, yes. but um anyway so I moved here uh as I was physically driving to California I got hired to do full-time freelancing for makeup and what else happened my sister got the place because she went to came here before I did Mm -hmm. my sister physically got a location which was it was a crazy story how it's like one of those things of like holy crap we're so lucky because the people who lived at our apartment they had to get out of their lease early so we didn't have to pay the deposit we just got to move in right away which is also crazy um and then my neighbor just so happened to run all of the fashion shows in san diego and then the first week that i was um here i was doing makeup for tv and i get there I said something like, I said something about law of attraction. Yeah. And I just specifically remember someone saying, yeah, law of attraction, your thoughts create your reality, duh. And I was like, everybody knows about this here. (laughs) That's why I say California is a different energy because like people are very conscious and aware here. Mm. But yeah, so what I've learned throughout that process is that I released a place that was no longer serving me. Virginia wasn't bad. I actually really loved my house. It was like my first time having like a, like an actual house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to let go of that, the physical place, a lot of friends that weren't serving me anymore. You know, again, they, they weren't bad. They just weren't on the same track that I was on. Yeah. Um, and physical things too. Like I got rid of like all my stuff, right. I'm moving mm, across the yeah. country. And so that's, that's what I've really pulled together with my story. And then when I got into the Manifestation Babe Academy, because like before I came here, I was like, fuck it. I'm going all in. I don't care how much money I got to spend. I don't care what I got to do. I don't care how far I got to drive. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And so that's when I invested into my first course. And so when I was here, you know, I didn't have any distractions. It was like me, work, celebrating. It was like vacation the first three months I was here. And it was just like this, this time where I really got to learn about myself and say, mm. what is a need? Which, want? which is- I feel like it's so important. Yeah. So, so important. And it's like so important because it's like, if you're saying, okay, well, my sister's like 
or like let me use a spouse. Like I, I like to use this as an example. Like you have a spouse and you're like, okay, it's their day off work. Yeah. So it's not necessarily your day off work. It's their, like our day off work. What do they mm-hmm. want to do and all this different stuff. So even little stuff like that, you're asking someone where they want to go eat or what, you know, what do you want to do? You're, you're like picking and pulling all of these little things from your like soul. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you start to get mad over the remote because honestly, your soul is like, I need to be alone. I need to recharge. I need to find out who I am. Yeah. And I just get so sad because so many people, they don't, one, they're not conscious of it. And then they don't know how to like, you know, come back to themselves. Mm-hmm. No. And I even, and I even feel that for people that want to connect to their intuition, it's essential. Like, of course I need my alone time, but it is in those times. It's like a, I feel like it's another type of meditation. Mm. So when you're by yourself and you're just doing things that they're very automatic and you for you, for example, driving, walking, you know, washing the dishes. I feel it's a moment um, where you're not really controlling from your mind and you're you're in touch with that awareness, with that divine power. And it's in those moments that you're really being guided because you're open um, to those messages. You know, you don't you don't really have all those blocks. And so I feel that it's in those moments when you're like, ah, I want this. Mm. I need this. Like, this is my next step. Or I, I haven't even realized that I realized that I've been so upset about this. So it's, it's something very essential for us to get in touch with ourselves. So you were in basically a retreat of immersion with, <laughs> with yourself for three months, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love what you just said. I like how you said that it's a form of meditation because it is because everybody thinks meditation is always like, you know, yeah. silence is one thing, but guided meditations are another thing. But I think what you just said is the most important, like when you're like disconnected from your mind and really in tune with your body, you know? Yeah. You're just like not even, not even thinking like you're just being like, uh, it's, I don't know. We we all feel it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I've noticed lately because like, especially when you manifest a lot of material things and then you're like, you don't feel anything. Have you ever felt like that where you manifested material and then you yes. feel numb? Yes. When I manifested like a lot of the things that I had been wanting to all at once, after that, it came like an emptiness mm. of like, wait, wait. So... So what was all of this about? And then you start realizing, oh, so it's not about the material things. Like those are nice. But after that, I feel like I started um, valuing so much more living in purpose. So I was like, so this is just like something extra. It's something nice to have. But, you know, like what really makes me happy, it's basically like, experiencing myself and having a purpose of being of service like okay that's what really fills me up and yeah it's it's scary I feel like those moments are scary and it's also something that I have that I've had to reprogram because I know that sometimes I block um certain material things because I I like I remember the emptiness that I felt Mm. oh that's so good this never ends this work never ends. It just gets deeper and deeper. Yeah. 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 So, I think Jim Carrey says that. He's like, I want everybody to manifest the money and the material things so that they realize that 
they don't matter. Yeah. Like it's it's nice to have, of course, it's nice to have. But then you understand that it is not about that. And I know, I know because I know people that have it all materially. And you know, that doesn't um I was listening to a podcast the other day about Oprah. Like it was very, I, I think I shared it even in Instagram. It's very intuitively. I was like, what? I I haven't heard this podcast in years because it's just like the same amount of episodes. And I heard um, pa- Paulo Coelho talking. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard that episode or, or that podcast, but it was really inspiring. It was just saying how we all have dreams, um, you know, and we come with those dreams. And Oprah was like, do you think, you know, that some people forget about them? And it's like, no, no one forgets about them. It's just that we like shut them up. And those dreams are our potential of what we can, you know, be in this in this lifetime. And we shut that part of us down with different things. And one of those things can be with material things. So it's when we experience that void, when we're like, oh, I need something. And then you just like fill it up with material to kind of like forget about it. But then that part of you like knocks again because it is not about that. So of course, like material things are really nice. Um, It is like a big blessing. It is a vehicle for sure. But we are here for something much, much, much deeper than that. And like our purpose will always come to light if we let it. Oh, so good. I love this topic. And I like how you said the work never stops because it really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, friends. I just want to give you a quick reminder that if you're listening to this again before December 18th, you're listening for a reason. So we're hosting our first annual Christmas gala that's going to be live here in San Diego, California. So the party actually starts at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time all the way up until 10 p.m. A couple things that I'm super excited about when it comes to this live event is first, live music. If you guys are bingers on TikTok, you probably heard the audio that goes, you ever look at your person and just think, wow, how did I get so lucky? Yep. Well, that guy is actually a very famous artist and he's going to come sing for our event. And I'm so excited. We also have some beautiful souls who are going to come up and speak for the event as well. And last but not least, we have giveaways. This is our little give back to all the people who contribute and come and celebrate with us. As you can see in the show notes, there is actually a requirement for you to be at least 21 years of age. You also just have to make sure that you are vaccinated or you just have proof that you took a COVID test and it is negative. Just making sure that we're being super safe. And last thing, there is a dress code that you can find all in the show notes down below. So again, if you're listening to this right now, we have people coming from all over Las Vegas, Arizona, LA, and we would love to see you. So stop what you're doing right now before you continue with this podcast and make sure you get your ticket before they sell out. And if you're listening to this right now and you're not within this vicinity and you still want to attend, make sure you sign up for the virtual event that is going to be down in the show notes as well. So again, right before you start listening to the rest of this episode, make sure you stop what you're doing, go to the show notes and sign up for your ticket before December 18th. Alrighty, loves, let's get back to the episode. So, so going back, because I feel like we're going to end up talking about everything here. So we were just talking about, so you were in this stage in your life when you were, you know, you had the opportunity, which is beautiful, to have three months for yourself. You never value that as much as when you're a mom. 
So mm. I have a daughter, she's 19 months old. And I had never valued so much like being able to eat a meal by yourself. Mm. It's like those 30 minutes are sacred. Mm. And so, you know, that's the beauty of duality, of course, that we get to experience all these differences. Uh, and, and in that experience, we get to appreciate them. But you had that, that opportunity that not a lot of people have. And it's not because they can't have it. We can all have it. But sometimes it's because we don't, we don't open ourselves, you know, to, 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 the, to those experiences. Mm. You had three months for yourself to figure out what you wanted to do or to like start developing new dreams within yourself. And what did you discover in those three months? Oh my gosh. Um, honestly, I tapped more into what we're talking about now. And it's like the more that I tapped into it myself, the more people I started to attract who mm -hmm. are operating at the same frequency. And then you just start to meet like, wow, like I just met the most amazing people. And that's what led me to starting my podcast is because I was like, having conversations like this guys, like in a coffee shop, like I would literally be in coffee shops with people for like five hours. Oh my God. It's I know. Like what I like, Time stops. It doesn't even exist. Right? Like nothing yeah. else mattered. And honestly, what I've been realizing, because I am I was also really known and I still am like the party person, like, hey, let's go out. Let's have a good time. Let's celebrate. I love your energy. Like your energy is like super, um, like you're just like a happy person. Mm. And so it's interesting having that mix um, with like your spirituality being open. Yeah. And that was the thing too. It's like, I realized every time I would go out, because some friends I would go out with and they're like, let's go find the coolest bar or whatever, you know, yeah, the yeah. most good looking guy in the bar. But I realized that I'm that person that always like wanders off and like has conversations with the random people that everyone's like, where's Anita? Because I was always looking for that connection that I was getting mm. in the coffee shops. Mm. And so we were talking about that void that you feel when you get the material things. And again, guys, we're not saying don't get the material things. We're saying like, you have to go through that process of like, okay, have a goal, hit the goal, realize nothing's internally changed. And then that's when you go through the new shift. And I think when I went through that shift, that's why I felt so lonely again. Because again, a lot of people knew about manifestation that like, it wasn't that part anymore. Mm. I just didn't have a lot of people who were like, following through, manifesting the things that they want. And then, oh, it's 11, 11 right now. Whoa, and, not for me. It's too <laughs> so then I went through a new shift where I was like, okay. And then the people, the people in my life start to drop off again, or there's mm. resistance. And now I'm getting resistance. Like, I think this is when COVID hit, when everything starts shifted again. Yeah. With um, like with with um each up leveling, it comes new challenges, right? And yeah, and with what Anita was saying, I just want to say yes, a hundred percent. Like with what we were talking about, please don't think like, oh, then I don't need money. No, believe me. Like you want to go in and and have that and get that. Um, because that is you know, part of you being able to really get into your purpose. So, mm. so yes, let's not block that because I am a big believer that money is important. It, um, when you're blocking it, you don't want to do that. So, so, um, we were just in the part of, I like lost my set, my thought for a second. Yeah, no. So I, um, 
again, universe put something in my head. Oh, yeah, about the challenges. Yeah. This is how I feel like a lot of the process of conscious Mm -hmm. manifestation looks like. So you, you know, do your inner work. You have that, um, you have, you do that guided, uh, take, like take action, basically divine action from God. So you take action from basically divine guidance. And so you end up in a new place in the unknown. And then you have to, again, see other sets of challenges. But each Mm -hmm. time that you up level, it's like this new you and it feels amazing. And it's just like you're expanding. Mm -hmm. So this is, was this where you were? Um, in that moment so you're like finally you know like you've wanted to be in San Diego for so long and then you're there and you're seeing a new you and you're like okay this doesn't fit in my life anymore and this does and so you were still doing makeup at that time right yep so I was still doing makeup I had makeup mentor podcast when COVID hit I started teaching about makeup which was a, a whole new shift for me Right. Because wow. I physically couldn't do makeup anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that's when, again, universe is like, you said you want to do this. Such. Yeah. So, and then so when I started receiving money for coaching and mentoring, that was a whole nother shift because I yeah. was like, I didn't feel worthy of receiving it. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, if they don't manifest money, because I didn't understand why people weren't getting the results that I got when I manifest, when I invested in courses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And why was um, that? It's because of their beliefs and their subconscious mm-hmm. mind, right? And honestly, what does money a- has to do with worthiness? Ooh, it has to do that's everything, right? It's it, that's the right answer. It has to do everything with worthiness. It ha- yeah, it really does. Like a lot of people don't understand that. Like, like if you not having enough money for rent has nothing to do with rent. You not having enough money for you to go out on the weekends or go on vacation or all this stuff. It has nothing to do with money. It has absolutely nothing to do with money. And that's why I work with people who are struggling to get money. But Mm -hmm. I also work with people who have money and are scared to spend it. Mm -hmm. Because again, um, it all boils down to worthiness. And all of the beliefs that you have about the world, yourself, Mm -hmm. love, and money have developed ever since you were a baby up until you're seven years old. And so the work, again, is to go back to those times, okay? What was said that made me believe that I don't have enough money? So I talk about this story a lot is that um, I did a hypnosis session and it took me back to a time when I was five years old. And I, actually, let me tell this other story because I like this other one better. Because I've always known I want to be a millionaire and I always known that I want to have a lot of money, Mm. but I didn't know why until I went back to this hypnosis session. So she actually took me back when I was a baby. I was a baby in a baby carriage. And I had, my dad had us, my twin sister and I, and we were at the horse races. Mm -hmm. And like all the TVs, you know, like in this vision, I can see all the TVs and I can see my dad like watching the horse races. And he was betting money and he was losing and he was very mad. And you know how when people have mad vibrations, you can physically feel it. And I was crying and he didn't attend to me because he was losing. Mm. And so I developed the belief that money was more important than me. Mm. And if money was more important than me, then I wasn't worthy. 
And so that's where that deep rooted subconscious belief about money actually came. Like why I was like, okay, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. I want I'm to be surprised you could, you could see that deep into a hypnosis. It is crazy. How old were you? Like you were a baby? A baby. Yeah, that's insane. And a lot of people, like some people have, like when they do the sessions. So I actually have this for all my one-on-one coaching. Like the, I, it's like mm-hmm. essential just because of how much it changed my life. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's like deep rooted into your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And so usually she takes you back either to those times. Sometimes it's times when you're in the womb. Like let's say that you are like your mom was struggling and you had yeah. no idea. Like those beliefs are still getting developed, right? Mm. And sometimes they even take you back to past lives. And like one of my one-on-one coaching clients um, last week told us how they took her to a past life. And yeah, they're they're so deep rooted. You don't understand how much us doing the work now is like changing generations and generations. Yep. Totally. 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 Wow. So, so it was like during this moment that, you know, like after COVID and everything, um, that you basically went fully in um, into into the world of manifestation. And and I saw that you're big on TikTok, by the way. <laughs> How did that happen? How did you manifest that? Was that was it on purpose or no? Well I will say that um like when I started do coaching and like coaching makeup artists, like I didn't go all in on that. Cause honestly, there's still so much resistance, not only believing in myself, but it was hard. It was just me. I was learning email marketing. I was learning social media, yeah, I was learning my own launches. And it's actually when I actually went back to work, I started working an office job again. Mm-hmm. Um, which I did manifest that job and I needed to see to not only learn about physically running an office but I needed to learn the essentials of building a team and that's what Mm. I like universe was like you this is why we're placing you here and I'm like okay um so anyway I got in I got connected with a beautiful soul her name is Kathleen Cameron Mm. and I found her on TikTok after one of my videos blew up about manifesting money this is before I was talking about manifesting money on my TikTok, I was actually just talking more about, you know, for makeup artists, attracting makeup artists. Yeah. And even though my podcast was only talking about manifestation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, obviously your interest, and that's another thing that I always um, say in this, in this podcast, and just to the people that I know in general, it is like, why is it so hard to follow the things that interest us? We have like a, a lot of times when it's things that are not, you know, valued by society, it is hard for us sometimes to accept them and follow them. And if we only knew that in following our literally natural interests, whatever sparks us joy, it's like um, where we will find the things that we're looking for. So like for you, of course, of course you liked makeup and I'm sure you still like it and your makeup is beautiful. Uh, but you. um sh- but your biggest passion was like in manifestation and <clears throat> and reprogramming and healing and the energy world. So um of course it probably took a little message from the universe to like guide you towards it. 
lots of messages. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because when I interviewed Kathleen, I realized that I was trying to prove to her that I knew what she was talking about. Like she went from $3,000 a month to over $300,000 a month teaching exactly what I was teaching everybody. The only difference was that she was living it. Uh And so I ended up quitting my office job. I put my six weeks in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I quit the office job. I launched a new program, the 31 Days of Abundance. And I went to go visit my sister, right? Everything that I would be doing if I was living my most abundant life, you know, Mm -hmm. I always follow through, even though when things get rocky and you're like, holy shit, I don't even know how I'm going to make this happen anymore. So I launched the program, went to go visit my sister. I like stopped making sales, like, because I had a three-day workshop Mm -hmm. and then the 31 days of abundance. Um, So the three-day was $30 and the 31 day was $300. So I was like, okay, well, all I need to do is sell at least one 30 days a month or a week yeah. um, to replace this office job. But I didn't make any sales. And I was like, ah, and I was kind of freaking out. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got to pay rent. I got to pay Insta podcast, my podcasting. You're right. I got to pay my virtual assistant who I had for $15 an hour. Um, and I, like all the fears are coming up. And then Kathleen comes along. And I did her workshop. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm playing too small. I'm not going big enough. And so I actually um, I actually invested into her Diamond Academy to be a certified coach with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you guys, like, again, I physically didn't have, like, my credit score wasn't high enough to get approved for a loan to, to join Kathleen's program because I think it was like, I don't know if I can give exact numbers, but it was like fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and I was like, okay, I don't, I don't care know. how I get, I don't care how I get the money. I just need to get it and get in, you yeah. know. And so I actually asked my mom to get the loan for me, mm. and I could pay off the loan. Did that you way. feel scared doing that? I did, but I also knew she would say yes, mm. and it was so crazy because it was like. I knew exactly what I needed to do. And this is another part where you guys get to and you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Imagine knowing what you need to do and you just got to do it. And you're like, ah, I don't want to do it. So how do you know what you want to do? Do you think it's like a, something that in, intuitively like you're pulled towards to and, you know, sometimes like your mind just doesn't want to accept it or because, yeah, a lot of people are like, I don't know, I'm stuck. What's the next step? I don't know. So if you don't know what to do, what I always do, I mean, I was just teaching the same technique that I tell everybody, which was how much money, when do you need it by? Mm-hmm. What are all the possible ways that you can get it? Mm-hmm. And you do the ways that the money can come to you, like on a physical level, yeah. like asking my mom came, like was on that list. Mm-hmm. Selling one-on-one coaching for $10,000 was on that list. Mm-hmm. Um what else was on there? I had a couple other things too, but, and then I exhausted that list, all the things that were on that list. I was like, okay, I got to go through all these things and universe is going to meet me halfway, but I got to, I got to like do my part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so long story short, even when I got, my mom said, yes, we got approved for the loan. I had to like, 
there was still so much physical resistance of like, now my problem wasn't having the money. I was like physically trying to transfer the money from her account to my account. And like, Mm -hmm. there's fees. And like, these are problems you don't even think about when it comes like this amount of money. Yeah. So long story short, I finally paid for the course. Mm. And mind you, I still don't know how I'm going to pay rent. I don't know how I'm going to pay my team. Everything's due by the end of the week. And I was going to Vegas to talk about manifestation. That no weekend. way. And so I just paid it and I was like, okay, relax, watch TV, just chill out, Anita. Yeah. And then the next day I was running around doing errands and there was a girl who I'd never even met before who made a video about how she manifested a new job, a scholarship, all these opportunities. And I duetted it in the video got a million views no way. and for the first time ever my sales were like wow like I was making sales with my three-day workshop but it wasn't like this and I was like oh and I manifested I think two thousand dollars in this one day yeah and I was like oh okay this is confirmation this is the right path <laughs> So long story short, I still go to Vegas yeah, and I'm speaking on stage and I'm like calling people out. I'm like acting like I'm the shoes. It was so fun for me. Um, yeah. It just really, really helped me embody like I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And then I got off stage mm-hmm. and my 31 days of abundance was like, ding, 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 ding. And I was like, oh, no. And I was just like, crying overwhelming because the sales are one thing the money's one thing but like the amount of testimonies that I had in my dms like this changed my life this changed my life this changed like I literally had someone and I don't talk about this like on any of my platforms because I don't want people to think they can join my courses and like I don't want people to join for the money like I'm going to manifest what they manifest right um she manifested twenty thousand dollars in three days Mm. And I was like, and she was my first client that I had that was like, okay, I got the money, but I don't feel worthy of receiving it. Mm. I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel like I can spend it. I'm scared to spend it. And that's why I made the 31 days of abundance. And so she was really like a really good testimony for like, oh, okay. So now Mm. this is the new level. So honestly, that's when everything changed. And the one thing I want to point out that I realized is that I was already living, like I would go through that process and that's why I would like manifest the things that I wanted. Then I would go back to where I'd started. Mm -hmm. Like I'd release people, places and things every time I wanted more money or every time I launched. And then I would have some big goals, finish Mm -hmm. the goals. Mm -hmm. But then there's still things that I didn't follow through with. And I noticed with Kathleen's course, because the first time I heard about it, I was excited. I was motivated, but I didn't make the decision. I didn't, I wasn't willing to do whatever it took, you know? Yeah. And I realized it had nothing to do with the course. The course is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Her material is amazing. The energy is amazing, but it was mostly me. It was me getting really excited, motivated, but not following through. Mm -hmm. And it was just this vicious cycle that I was in over and over and over and over again. And so when I broke that cycle, I attracted other people who are also breaking that cycle. And that's why my sales went viral. 
Wow. I love your story on so many levels because one, I feel it is so relatable. Mm. Two, I feel like it just like explains to so many of us the same cycles that we go through and that, you know, all the lies that we tell ourselves because maybe we don't we don't want to show that courage that we do have inside of us to get to that next level. And we're scared. That's the, that's the reason. Like, we're scared. And what you did, it took so much courage, not once, not twice, many times, doing it over again, over again, over again. And I know that a lot of people are so afraid of failing, you know, like failing and having really bad results and doing something um, that can change their lives, not for the good, but for the bad. And I always feel that when you're on your right path, like the universe, God will never, ever, ever drop you ever. And if you are in the first place acting from fear, which it would be, let's say that you're really attracted to this world, but you're like, no, I said that I was going to succeed in makeup. And, you know, because of another belief you have that you're not worthy of doing something that makes you happy and that you have to stay with your first choice. I don't know. We're, we're so mm-hmm. full of them. Yeah. And that's when you encounter in the future a result that you didn't want to. But when you're in your purpose, you're doing what lights you up there's no way like simply as simple as that there's no way that the universe will will um you know like drop you and you will always get what you asked or something better so I am so excited that you have shared with you with us your story I feel it is very uplifting and inspiring and so what would you tell um you know people that are on the journey that you were and, and, um, you know, what can they start doing? Like, what, what would you tell them? Like, where can they start to really change their lives and finally connect to those goals that they want and deserve? So good. Everything that you just said is so good. Um, I'm a really big step-by-step process type of person. So I like to give step-by-step process. I'm like, if I could look back and be like, oh my gosh, I wish someone would have told me just do those things. So the first thing is to get super clear on what you want, right? And the fastest way to get clear on what you want is to get clear on what you don't want. Like everything in your life right now, even if it's not bad, guys, this is the hardest part where a lot of people get stuck because it's like, like, for example, my apartment. I love my apartment. I've like really, I just wrote a review about this place the other day and I was like, man, I'm really sad that I'm leaving here. But like, I can tell it's no longer serving me because of the way that I physically feel when I get here. Mm. I'm like, darn it. Now's the time. I got to move. And so it may be like a physical place. It may be like a workplace. It may be people in your life. Um, get super clear on what's no longer serving you about that job how much money, like, like get specific on numbers too. Mm -hmm. And then, so write all the things that you don't want. Mm -hmm. And then on the opposite side, write all the things, just the complete opposite of what you do want, right? Like, I don't want a job that pays me every week. I want a job that pays me every single day, this amount of money, you know, 
And so then the second step is to release. So it's all about, especially when it comes to quantum leaping and you're like, holy shit, I just went from this to that in a matter of months. It's like always a process of how fast can you release? How fast can you release? So again, Mm. people, places and things. Now you're conscious of the things that are blocking you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So releasing those things. And then the third step is to um, just follow through. So Mm. like get clear, make a plan. Yes, you are going to make a plan of how it's possible. And I know a lot of people say, don't worry about the how. We've been programmed to believe like and, and worry about the how for so long. So it's a process. When your brain can physically see, okay, I could do that. I could sell mm-hmm. this. I mm-hmm. could make this mm-hmm. course and I could make this amount of money. Yeah. Like your plan is never going to go the way that you think it is. Just like how mine never went the way that I thought it was. Yeah. But when you follow through and you do the things and you meet the manifestation halfway, it will always manifest. And things will physically shift. That's why they call it shifting, guys, because things are shifting and they're moving and it looks like adversity, but really those things are so essential to happen and fall out of place, just like how all my money got stolen from my drawer, my car Mm -hmm. broke down. Mm -hmm. So once you're conscious of that and you're like, oh, this is a good sign. (laughs) Nice try testing me. Um, That's when things really, really start to again, shifting your reality. So think from that abundant mindset of what you'd be doing if you already had the money and don't manifest the money, manifest the things that you'd be doing with the money. And that's when the money comes. Oh, I love it. Anita, how can people connect with you and work with you? Yay. So wait, when is this coming out? I'm trying to think of what we got (laughs) going on right now. Uh, Probably next week. Next week. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe even today. Well, if any well, if anyone's listening to this before December 18th, um, right. we're having a Christmas party in California. I'll, I'll release it today. I'll release it today. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're having a Christmas party in California. This is my biggest manifestation. Mm-hmm. And it's so so hard for me because it has nothing to do with courses. And I'm like, again, shifting my mindset all over again. I'm like, are people gonna come? Da-da-da-da. But yeah, we're having this really huge Christmas party. And it's like kind of like for people who've just blown up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily just TikTok people, but like getting up there, sharing their manifestations, some giveaways, fun stuff there. That's so um, cool. Yeah. So if anybody's like listening to this before then you're in California, guys, please, please, please message me on Instagram. I'll give you a specific code so that you guys can have some money off your tickets. But we just really want to see you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, you can find me on, again, Instagram, Manifesting Money Podcast. TikTok is where I post the most and I'm live the most. Mm-hmm. And then you can also um, find us on YouTube. We just barely started posting yes, on YouTube. So, so Manifesting Money Podcast. Perfect. Anita, it was like a big, 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 big pleasure having you here. Um, it's been so much fun, this conversation. I feel like we could talk for a couple more hours. No problem. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm sure everyone is going to love this episode because truly there's a lot of gold in here. Thank you so much for sharing with us your knowledge, your story. 
Um, I will be following you and I I'm just wishing for you, you know, so much success with everything that you're doing. Thank you for lighting up the world and inspiring us. So, and for everyone, thank you for listening and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye, loves. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Manifesting Money podcast. If this episode resonated with you or shifted your paradigm in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now and write us a review. This simple act of kindness helps us get this podcast episode out to as many people as we possibly can. And we also want to know what resonated with you and why. So be sure to join our free Facebook group that you can find in the show notes or tag us on Instagram. Either way, we love when you're in our energy and we love rewarding you for listening to the podcast. When you're ready to truly break down your money blocks and learn how to make money work for you, not the other way around, go to the show notes and learn how you can work with us and join our community of people who are making massive shifts in their finances. Thanks again for tuning into this episode and we cannot wait to share your testimonies. We'll see you in the next episode.